afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. And happy Christmas, everybody. And let me start off with a quote from the Bible. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. What was this star of Bethlehem? And here to talk about it is Christian Hetlager from the South African Astronomical Observatory. Good afternoon, Christian. Good afternoon, Ketchel. Now, this star of Bethlehem, I mean, recently we've had this conjunction of, of Jupiter and Saturn, you know, these two planets very close together. But I don't believe anything like that was happening around the time of Christ's birth. Or was there something that could be a star of Bethlehem around that time? Well, there's a good question, Ketchel, and let me start with conjunctions, because actually there was a conjunction nearby, and that has been known for quite a while, and one of the first in the Western world to point it out was none less than Kepler, who actually observed a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in 1604, followed by a supernova, and then actually went back to see was something like that, Near the, Christ, uh, near the birth of Christ, and he found that in second before Christ, there were actually three conjunctions of Jupiter and Saturn. Three all at once. Now, Kepler, he was a famous astronomer in the 1600s, so he really knew his stuff, and he, he observed planets a lot. So he himself, in the 1600s, was wondering what the star of Bethlehem could have been. Yes, yes. Right, and that there were three conjunctions. So could it be that the star of Bethlehem was actually these two planets close together? Probably not. Uh, I don't, of course, don't know. I mean, different people will tell you different answers to that question. I mean, some people will tell you that it was a conjunction because it was happening in the constellation of Pisces, and that, that was a constellation of Judaism, and Saturn was the planet for Judaism, and obviously Jupiter is the king of the planet, so it would be fitting for a king to be born in Israel. On the other hand, evidence for, for the astrological component of this is rather shaky. Of course, another possibility would be that the Magi observed that conjunction, and really they got on the feet, and then something else happened, such as Nova afterwards, and then made that Nova would have been the star of Bethlehem. That is actually what uh, Kepler thought. So he didn't really think that the conjunction was the star, but he thought that the conjunction produced that new star he saw, the supernova. And so he probably thought that something like that happened in second before Christ as well. Because the problem is that the conjunction, it only looks like one star for, for a very short time, whereas a nova, which is an exploding star at the end of its life, that could remain bright for quite a while. That is true. On, on the other hand, in a way, it is an advantage of a conjunction that it takes time, right? I mean, yes, the actual conjunction with Jupiter and Saturn being basically one point in the sky, is very short, but the small motion of a planet takes uh, over a period of months. And in a way, that's good news because, after all, the Magi had to travel, and they had to travel quite a while. I mean, if they came from Mesopotamia, which is basically what people generally think, they probably had to travel for months to get to Bethlehem. So even a comet in the sky, I mean, comets can hang around for quite a while, but would a comet be there long enough? 
Well, yes, a comet would be intended, but there is one problem with a comet, really. I mean, if it was a bright, nice comet, it probably would have been associated with bad luck, and that's probably not a good sign for a king to be born. And we actually do know that there was a comet uh, in five before Christ and another one in four before Christ, because we do have Chinese and Korean records of the time which have survived. But it almost undoubtedly was the kind of comet we would see on the Christmas card, because that would have been spectacular, and that probably would have been mentioned as spectacular in the records, and it isn't. So, Christian, what do you think this star of Bethlehem was? No one, no one really knows. Let's face it, the data is really vague. And in particular, if you can massage it a little bit, you can fit many things. And quite fittingly, an astronomer once said, uh, give me the date of the birth of Christ and I give you a star of Bethlehem. And that's probably true. You can always find something. And one should not discard the possibility that it never existed. That it was basically invented, so to speak, to to fill a void and to show the readers of the Gospel of Matthew that Christ was a king. So it it might be more of a metaphor than a real astronomical event. So there we have it from Christian Hetlog at the South African Astronomical Observatory. We just don't know what the star of Bethlehem could have been. Um, Well, it's nice to think about it and to muse about it. So thank you very much for sharing this time with myself and the Fine Music Radio listeners. And for now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FMR